The harsh morning light landed swiftly on my eyelids as an unpleasant cock-a-doodle-doo sounded like an intercom outside my second-story window. I leapt out of bed in a frenzy and peered through the slats of my blinds. Was I late? I glanced at the clock. It was 6 a.m. I sighed and slinked back into my cranberry and grey plaid sheets, disappointed to have missed the mark. I toyed with the idea of setting a 30-minute alarm, but what was the point? Coffee would be automatically dispensed at 7.15. There would be no use in trying to fall back asleep now. I rose to my feet again and threw open the blinds. The summer mist clouded an otherwise perfect view of the sunrise in the field below. My backyard overlooked a sweeping plot of 200-year-old farmland, a rare commodity in the bustling suburban Homewood, Alabama area. I cherished the views of cornfields accented by weeping willows and a fishing pond. The best part was that it wasn't mine. The land belonged to my neighbors, the Johnsons. Even though their obnoxious roosters had reprogrammed my circadian rhythm, I wouldn't change my living arrangement for the world. The Johnsons were respectable neighbors who mainly kept to themselves. At Christmas time, Mrs. Johnson would trudge through the snow to bring me a plate of homemade double chocolate chunk cookies. Other than that, we barely saw each other, unless Mrs. Johnson asked to borrow a cup of flour or return a misdelivered package. They were textbook perfect neighbors. I padded downstairs to the kitchen. Although my home was built in 2016, it gave a nod to farmhouse living. It was full of aged features like unfinished wood beams, smooth iron spindles, and reclaimed vintage sliding doors. I loved it. The reclaimed vintage doors belonged to my great-grandmother, Opal. After she passed away, the estate was sold on account of no one wanting her house. She had willed it to me, but it was all the way in Curry, and I had no desire to go back there, so I took the doors as a memento. Uncle Ralph helped install them. I was an only child, and the only family I had was on my mother's side. Losing my great-grandmother was a big deal because of how it affected my grandmother. I hated to see her so vulnerable. I slipped on my house slippers and walked downstairs. The cool air conditioning collided with my bare legs as I passed the register, deploying goosebumps across my body. Last night's visitor had really messed with my psyche. I tried to push the thoughts out of my mind as I poured a generous cup of caramel-flavored coffee and stirred in some fresh cream. Suddenly, a flash of emotion invaded my mind, forcing me to drop the spoon. Feelings of alarm and despair took over with an ownership that frightened and confused me. What the heck? I thought. Suddenly, it felt like my lungs were being squeezed until I had no air. A word appeared in my mind's eye like a notification across a screen, drowning. 